0: Welcome to Life Curious Women. I'm your host, Ashley Nadine Lopez, a committed, lifelong learner. Between focusing on our wellness, careers, and the values important to us, we can sometimes feel overwhelmed or alone in our purposeful journeys to grow. Each week, we will bring you personal development, inspiration, community, and valuable insights as you continue your journey in becoming the best leader you can be. Welcome to Life Curious Women and if you are listening the same week that this episode comes out, Happy New Year. We are in the second week of 2024. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season and I'm really excited to be back in 2024 with Life Curious Women. We have tons more to come and I'm really excited. A couple of updates to share with you all right off the bat. We will be postponing our Life Curious Women membership for a little while, so stay up to date. I am still planning to launch very, very soon. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I am launching a Life Curious Women membership that is starting out as a co-working and accountability group, and we will be meeting weekly online. And it's just a perfect time to bring together like-minded women and non-binary folks who are working on all types of things, everything from, your passion projects, to your job search, to anything else that you need to get done on a week-to-week basis. It's a way to get things done and just be amongst really great people. So stay tuned on our launch date. If you are interested in being on the wait list, there is a link in our show notes that you can follow to sign up for any updates. The second update is that we will be moving to a bi-weekly schedule. As you may know if you've listened to my solo episode a couple weeks ago, I've gone through a bunch of recent life-changing things, and I'm in the process of... Transitioning and figuring out some things on the work front. So, in order to stay consistent with putting out episodes, I think that the best way to move forward for now is to put these out on a week to week basis in order to make sure that you guys are getting these episodes consistently and that there's no wavering of when the episodes are coming out. So, for now, we're going to be moving to a bi weekly schedule, but don't worry, we're still going to have quality content and you're going to be able to hear from so many amazing different women the rest of this season. And I'm just really excited to be able to move in a different direction for now. So I don't know about y'all, but the new year really snuck up on me. I started a new job at the start of December. And, you know, it was a little bit of a big transition for me. And I honestly have not really sat down to do proper goal setting yet. So if you haven't either, don't feel bad. I'm in the same boat. You know, I chose my word of the year, which I talked about in my last solo episode, which is the word ease. And I want to use this word to be able to guide my decisions um, throughout the year. So I'm using that word ease as my north star this year, but I really haven't sat down and made like concrete goals. But one thing I will say is that I am going to take a different approach this year. I think that typically I make these like not resolutions, but just kind of overarching goals. And I think last year, one of mine was to really focus on my wellness, which I did accomplish. And I had some goals around my acting that I didn't accomplish, but I want to be able to focus on quarterly goals instead of six-month or yearly goals. So that's something that I'm going to work on in this second week of January to really hone in on my quarterly goals and habits. I think I'm going to primarily focus on things that yeah, can be measurable and are concrete goals, but I also want to focus on some habits that will get me to those goals, whether that is in my acting career, the podcast, or in my day job search. I'm happy to do an updated episode next month to talk to you all about how that process goes and what my plan is for my first quarter. I'm really excited for this week's episode. It is our first episode of 2024. And this week we have the trailblazing Latina singer-songwriter Elle Bays, who is taking over with her innovative pop soul music and message. Real, authentic, and relatable. Elle is representation for women that have been craving to see themselves in the spotlight. She empowers and inspires others through her captivating hooks, Body positive music videos, versatile writing style, and motto of self love. Elle just recently dropped her new hit single, Fuego, which was featured in Rolling Stone. As a songwriter, Elle has been featured by the Grammys. She is open for charting artist B. Miller, featured in Pop Sugar Magazine, went on a Victoria's Secret Pink sponsored tour, and will be opening for Leah Kate this October. Her ethos is simple be you, be sexy, and above all, be confident. We dive into Elle's inspiring journey, and we talk about it all. We talk about how her early exposure to music in a household steeped in funk, disco, jazz, and Latin rhythms really created a foundation for the rest of her musical career. She talks about how, despite her early affinity for writing music, she grappled with imposter syndrome, which held her back from actually diving into the songwriting world. You will learn about how Elle's journey through body shaming and self-discovery really fueled her passion for body positivity and female empowerment, which she really incorporates into the lyrics and the messages behind her songs and just her overall image online and within her music. She's really found her voice not only as a singer, but as a fierce advocate for self-love. I can't wait for you to be inspired by her story, so let's take a listen. I just want to mention a quick trigger warning for eating disorders from minute 1440 to minute 1625. If you'd like to skip over that portion of the episode, please feel free to do so. Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to share a little bit of insight on what I've been focusing on in the past couple of months. I have been extremely focused on my physical well-being, and that includes everything from working out, to eating healthy, to drinking more water, and most importantly, to adding supplements that really support my well-being on the inside and the out. And after doing some research, there is so much science that points to really taking care of your gut. So I was super excited when I came across Ritual's 3-in-1 formula that is a prebiotic, a probiotic, and a postbiotic. I really wanted something that was going to be science backed, traceable ingredients, and that would help my gut really flourish. What I love about Ritual is that it's women founded and that they are so transparent about what goes into all of their research and all of the ingredients for each and every single one of their vitamins and supplements they have everything from a multivitamin to gut health to skin, sleep, protein, pregnancy, pretty much everything that you need. If you wanna get $15 off your first purchase, Follow the link in our show notes. There are ways to bundle different products together and sign up for a subscription so you never have to think about ordering your supplements. Because the best way to continue to stay life curious is to make sure we are taking care of our bodies and ourselves first. All right, let's get back to the episode. Well, hello, Elle. It's so nice to meet you. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Just like I mentioned before we started recording that you're the first singer. So I'm really pumped to be able to share your story. And I think that you have so much that I'm excited to dive into. So welcome
1: to the show. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. And exactly what this podcast stands for and the show stands for is something that... I really believe in and I full heartedly go forward in my life with. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I will do a little brief intro before this on the show, but um, I love to dive into like who you are as a person and it doesn't have to necessarily be like your bio or like, you know, what you do for, for, you know, money or your career, but it can be absolutely anything you want to share to kind of give an insight of who you are.
1: Yeah. I love that question because I feel like we often are so defined by what we're doing in our life as our career and me as a person, um, I am, it's really funny because I love to perform and I love to sing and be out there and show myself. And that's always been something that I love, but since I was a very little girl, I'm actually very, uh, shy and reserved. So people would be shocked to know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So Um, I think though, as I've gotten older and I've grown into my career more, I have, you know, established myself more in being able to share my personality comfortably. But, um, I think that it took me a long time to get there and I still am just, I'm an introvert. I, I like to stay home and, you know, get under my comfy blankets, drink my glass of wine, and watch my shows um and i love reality tv so that's like my guilty pleasure Yes, (laughs) i
0: agree with that that's totally i'm the same way
1: (laughs) the best yes (laughs) Uh, and um but i also am very very passionate and very loyal to a fall like i will stand by whatever i believe in fully and um if I really want something to happen like I will make it happen I've been that way my whole life um what's your zodiac sign I'm a Sagittarius okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so very very passionate fiery vibes um but then my moon's in Pisces so I'm like an emotional girl yeah. which is why I write music so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that are you
0: I'm a Taurus, um, Cancer Moon, Aries Rising, so kind of like a little bit of everything. Yeah,
1: <laughs> okay. I'm a Cancer Rising, so okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I
0: like love that recap. I agree with you. Like, I, you know, I'm an actor also, and I have the this podcast, but I tend to, I've, as I've gotten older, I realize that I'm more introverted than I really thought I was. Like, I think I spent a lot of my life thinking I was extroverted and then coming, you know, getting older and kind of like learning more about myself. I'm like, huh, I actually gain energy when I like am home. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like relaxing like this whole weekend, it's been raining and I'm like, it's great. Like I can just be home. I don't have to go anywhere. And so I totally agree with you that like, just because you're creative, just because you're like in the, you know, in the spotlight, quote unquote, doesn't mean that, you know, you're always 100% wanting to be out there and like, you know, just being like this crazy extrovert. So I, I relate. (laughs) Um, I want to dive into like the start of your career. So could you walk us back and kind of like, get us, give us an idea of like why music, you know, where did it begin? And, when did you decide to pursue it as an actual career? So just kind of all of that.
1: Yeah. So it's a pretty uh, crazy journey. I mean, I'll, I'll go through it as quick as I can while giving the the markers. Um, yeah. But I mean, I grew up in a very musical household. My dad was a DJ in the 70s in the New York City clubs that's so cool Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> He's dj ricky bias i um, love that yeah killing it and um so like i don't know like music in my household my dad every family party anything like there's always music playing and it's mm. always like funk disco jazz latin um i just grew up in that environment yeah and i love, I loved it. And my older brother's a jazz percussionist. My older sister's a singer. Wow. So my abuela on my mom's side is like had a voice as well and was a tap dancer. Like everyone was just like, yeah, very talented musically in my family. It's very odd. Um, so then not odd, but unusual for everyone to be that musical in a family. So, (laughs) so I grew up around that and I started singing when I was like three years old because it was just always around me. Um, I started doing theater, did a lot of theater shows. Um, and I loved theater, fell in love with it. I thought like that was my path for a long period of my life. I even studied it in, uh, college and pre-college. I actually studied classical voice. So I was doing like opera. I thought I was going to be, like, an opera singer, too, for, like, a hot minute. Um Wow. <laughs> but I had been writing music, like, songs since I was a little girl, too. I just never thought that they were, like, I don't know. It's kind of like that uh, imposter syndrome where you don't think, oh, I can actually be a songwriter. I just didn't. I thought, like, I was a singer and I would sing other people's songs and other people's mm-hmm. writing. Um. But then in college, things kind of changed for me when I was studying musical theater and I had very unfortunate circumstances where I was excelling, I was doing very well in my program, um, which a lot of people I know, it's hard in those programs. So the fact that I was doing so well, I'm grateful for, but the amount of um, body shaming and the mentality Mm. in these programs was like so unhealthy for me. Wow yeah i um i developed a very dangerous eating disorder trigger warning and i lost like a significant amount of weight i i was not eating like at all um and i was cast as like the lead in my musical (laughs) like i was like like in my brain it was like all so good yeah oh my god like i'm the lead like yeah (laughs) like and looking back on it it's like oh my god like very scary and um, then my senior year, I was like the thinnest I had been in my entire life. I was like, like my body can't even get like two straight size. I'm still curvy, but I was the thinnest I could like get mm-hmm. and we had like a guest professor for the semester and she came in and this is like my turning point in my storyline, I believe. And she was just going through each person's headshots and I was like, oh my God, like feeling so good about myself. Cause like I had done so much. And she got to me and was like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. But like, you know, you have to lose weight, right? In front of the whole class. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was literally the thinnest I could like ever be. And I just broke down, ran out the classroom. This is my senior year too. So I'm like, A hot mess with so many things happening, you know how it is in the the acting world. Um, And then from that moment forward, I was like, if I'm never going to be thin enough to like do this and like be taken in in a certain way, like I I just can't be in this environment anymore. And I started to actually meet the kids in the music school. Like um, I went to NYU. So it was the Clive Davis Music Institute. Um, and I met a lot of like songwriters and producers and I was asked to sing background vocals on a track. So I went into the studio and I was all excited. And then the producer in the room like turned around and was like, you should be like doing this when he like heard me singing. And I was like, oh, like, okay, like, let's do it. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, how do I do this? I thought you knew You're like, Okay. Cool.
0: yeah, Yeah.
1: Because, like, I didn't understand that, that you could just, like, do that. I thought you had to get signed to, like, Universal, Atlantic, da-da-da. Like, I didn't know you could be an indie artist. So Mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, let's do it. And then at first I was kind of, like, doing things that other people had written and and people in that program were giving me. But then I was like, I'm a writer. I can write. So then I just started to, like, remember the first time I showed a song that, like, I actually wrote to my producer. I was so afraid. But I started to show stuff to people. And... Then, from there, I was like, "Oh yeah, I am a writer. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. And I've been doing it since the past like four years, and pushing through the pandemic was kind of really sudden too, because I had like just graduated and then it was like pandemic, and I was like juggling all these things, but then the pandemic really like made me pick like, what do I want to do with my life?" And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to make music." And I just went full throttle, and I've been dedicated to it since, yeah. Wow.
0: Oh my God. I'm like obsessed. (laughs) First of all, I want to thank you so much for sharing all of that and being so vulnerable because I know that that can be really tough to be able to talk about things like that. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And I want to just unpack all of that because I feel like you you have brought so much of those experiences into now like your music because I I listened to a couple of things. I've watched a couple of your music videos and like everything has a message and everything is so empowering. And like, I just like love that you've been able to take something that was really difficult and like how you were treated in these programs and what you were like, was told to you about your image. And you've been able to kind of like flip that on its head and, and make it like the most exciting part of your image. Now, Mm
1: -hmm. I think
0: that's like, just incredible. I, I'm like so impressed by that because it can be really difficult. Like you said, like this industry can be really hard when it comes to that la- like physical aspect of, of, you know, anyone. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's not right to to tell anyone that in front of a class, like that's absolutely horrible, you know?
1: Crazy. Yeah.
0: Insane. So when did you start to utilize those like painful pieces and turn it on its head? Like, when did you feel like I'm going to focus on like body positivity, empowering women? Like, when was that like turning point for you where you were like, this is going to be a part of my platform?
1: Yeah. So I think when I first started writing, giving the songs I was writing to producers and everything like that, I think like the first ones were kind of like love oriented because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know. And I'll never forget like the day I wrote my first body positive song i it it came to me it was like a channeled message yeah (laughs) um yeah and i i started writing it and like singing and my brain was like oh my god like this is what you're meant to do like this is your path Wow. and then when i like put my first body positive song out and did everything and i met the whole body positive and plus size community because i started to like really get involved in different things on social media and follow more i actually like, cleaned out my feed and like just started following girls that look like me and like that can make mm. me feel good about myself Yes. um and then i got to meet a lot of those girls at events and everything just kind of turned where i was like oh this is who i should be surrounding myself with mm. these are these are the 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 people I'm supposed to be making art for. Cause I, I met a lot of the girls that like were listening to my music and were like, Oh my God, like, thank you. Like I really needed mm-hmm. this, et cetera, et cetera. And then I was like, okay, I can't write another one. And then I'm really big on female empowerment too. So I'm just like, yeah, boom. Like I started making a bunch of those songs. Cause I was so, so tired of like even starting out in the music industry, the way that men would treat me and my life yes. completely changed when I found a, a woman producer. When I found her, she like changed my whole life.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's when I was really able to be free when I found her. That's like when I was able to make um, my song paint me and my song stereotype. Like all those songs were made with her. And when I felt like I was finally in my what my purpose is. Um, mm. But yeah, it took a while to find it. And I think. As you said, like, I had to have all those those wounds and all those things to then take and be like, oh, like, I'm going to make this into something that's going to change the future. So this doesn't happen to somebody else and make a difference for younger girls too, like who are who need more representation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a turning point, but took time.
0: Yeah. And I think that there's a couple of really interesting things is like had, like, that moment not happened in your undergraduate career, like, you wouldn't have turned to the music department, right? And you and you probably wouldn't be here where you are now. So it's kind of interesting how, like, these things kind of, like, fall into place like dominoes almost. And it's, like, that needed to happen to, like, show you something else and show you, like, this can be possible almost, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, everything is meant to be. I I Yeah, every single thing. And I truly believe that. Yeah. And there's like a purpose and a reason. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also, I think like another key thing is like you did the right thing of like, all right, I'm clearing things out. I'm only going to focus on what makes me feel good, what makes me feel empowered. And it's so important to kind of carve out that your own lane.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think you
0: you did a really that's a really critical step in, in not only working on yourself, but being able to see a future. Right. Like you, you see these like people that are looking like you doing things that you want to do that that expands your reality to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's like you did all the like right things to kind of like get you to like clear the path. In other words, you know what I mean? I want to kind of dive into what you said about, you know, the difficulties of and uh, I mean, these industries are still male dominated. So like what that experience was like, why did you feel like you couldn't be as free when you were working with primarily men? And like, where was that shift? Like, what about working with a female producer opened things up for you?
1: Yeah. So um, working with a lot of male producers in the beginning especially when you're starting out in any industry no one takes you seriously mm. so like and even if they, even if they are taking you seriously they're taking you seriously because they want to make you into what they want to make you they don't want you to be able to do it to you what you envision and right i had like ways i wanted my music to sound and, and things to be and often any session i was in with the mail they would just be like oh no like probably like this and just like totally ignoring anything that i would be saying and they don't think that i'm educated enough um which is also funny because because of that i also was like screw this i'm gonna go take a class so i ended up taking a Berkeley College of Music online course for songwriting and production. Cause I was awesome. like, I'm gonna know what these dudes are talking about when they're on these things that <laughs> yeah. I like can like be at their level. Um, so that was another little step I did during the pandemic. So that was- Yeah, helpful. That's awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then it was just really, it, and also timing. Like I would want to like work on something and get it done and get it out. and. A lot of these dudes in the music industry are like, a year later, like, "Oh, here's your track." It's like, dude, like, <laughs> I'm trying to make a career. Like, this isn't, yeah, just, you know, chill and laid back and not. It, it's it's work, and um, not saying that's all men, but the men that I was working with. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then um, I actually like, what did I do? I think I, I think I looked online i was like female producers and then i found a girl actually a brooklyn-based artist who like was trying to see who produced her songs because they ran an event called Fem jam which is like a female jam session cool and then i found my producer her name's tiger and i like dm'd her i was just like you know what like here i go i was like hi i Mm -hmm. "I need someone to produce this song i wrote actually it was specifically because i wrote the song called paint me and I really knew that song needed, like, a woman to produce it. It was mm-hmm. just, like, too it, – it, I didn't want it to be, like, sexualized in a way. Like, the song is, like, already, like, saying, like, for someone to, like, paint you naked is, like, a big thing. Yeah. I knew it needed, like, woman intuition. And um, I sent her the track, and I was like, here you go. And then she was like, oh, my God, I love this. Let's do it. Wow. That first session, I like bereaved. I was like, oh my God, like she's, she believes in this and she gets it. And like, <laughs> it took a while though to get to find her and do it all, but like I did it. And yeah, goes to show you, if you don't feel comfortable in any situation, find something that you do feel comfortable with and, and get, and don't like stay somewhere just because it's easier. Like do the hard thing. And maybe it's uncomfortable to reach out to somebody else or try to change up who you're working with. But like, it could be so, so worth it in the end. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's funny because like, you see it more and more, right? Like, it's like this summer, like the Barbie movie where there's like literally everyone behind it, you know, like putting females in these like creative leadership roles to create like amazing art. And it's like, it's not to say that it's not that you can't create things like that with men, but I think when I think when it comes to feeling empowered and feeling like you have a voice, it sometimes gets drowned out in spaces that are primarily male. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that that's amazing that you were able to kind of like find someone that makes you feel good about your music and has your vision. And is like, hey, I'm here to collaborate, not like take over. You know what I mean? And like actually like listen to you. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and the fact that you, like, went ahead and took a course, like, I love that so, so much. I'm such a huge advocate of that, like, of, like, hey, I don't know how to do this thing, so let me go hire mm-hmm. someone or take a class or, like, get to that place where I know how to do that thing now, you know?
1: Yeah. And I feel like often we're like, oh, it's too late, because, like, in my head, I'm like, dang, I should have went to Clive All of College and, like, studied recorded music. Like, what was I doing? Like, yeah, but I actually believe it's meant to be, though, because now, like, because I studied musical theater, like, I trained in singing live consistently and trained in dance. And mm-hmm. I have, like, stage presence that I feel like a lot of artists struggle with. And they're always like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, girl, like, I <laughs> I studied, like, something completely different than, like, what you did. <laughs> so, like, um, right? yeah, so... I think even though in my head, I was like, oh no, I think it was meant to be again. Like I had to learn how to do all those things. So now like when I do my live shows, people are like, oh my God, like dang. And I'm like, yeah, i studied so much. So Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So as you're like moving through this, you know, besides those little challenges, have you, do you feel like some of those themes that were coming up in undergrad have come up for you now? So have you faced the like body shaming the like those kinds of aspects because music can be similar in the sense that they're focused on how you look, your presence, this kind of stuff, so like have you faced that in your time in the music industry?
1: yeah, so a hundred percent yeah <laughs> um, I know a lot of so I actually have an artist collective, it's called the Kirby artist Collective. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I co-founded it um, in 2019. And <clears throat> I started it because I was like, where are all the plus-size artists? Um, like, at this point, yeah, I don't even, I don't think, like, Lizzo had popped off yet. So it was very, like, there was, like, yeah. no one. So it was, like, "What?" like, it was, like, Adele. And I was like, w- like, why do we have, like, a plus-size person, like, anywhere? Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, let's like make a group. And like, and I did it in New York and it's, it's grown um, a lot, which is great. And now like, I actually host shows called the Bopo show through it. Um, so they're body positive based live shows with different plus size artists. Oh my yeah. God. This is yeah. so cool. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I faced it a lot and it's very interesting though, because it's kind of like, it isn't like theater where like you have to audition for things and then people are, you know, you don't know, make like a cast and they're like, bye, like, see you later. Because um, I get to do whatever I really want. So like I can write more songs, put them out, go do shows, et cetera. Like no one's going to tell me I can't do something. But there is something where to get to a, the next level in the music industry, often you need a record deal or you need like some big amount of money invested into you, et cetera. And I do feel that a lot of these labels don't aren't looking to sign plus size talent and I don't I don't think they really want to unless they have to. Mm. So I'm kind of in the perspective of like I keep going, I keep growing and growing and like show them like now like you have to because of look at the right. I felt on my own and right. now I'm, you know, some somebody you could take a little more seriously. Yeah. Um but it is very, it's very sad. And that's why I made the collective was just like, okay, like let's help each other so we can all try to grow together and get to that point where like, they'll start looking at us more. But yeah, I think in terms of like, it being very forward, no one's really gonna like say it to your face in the music industry necessarily. Um, I have had like maybe early on in my career, like one or two different managers that were interested in signing me be like, oh, well like you need to be thinner still. Um, which is ironic because at that point I was still like, I've actually like gained, I've like allowed myself to gain weight over these past few years and like have kind of like been free with my body in that way. Yeah. I'm intuitive eating and, you know, moving my body for happiness and joy and dancing and not like working out every day for hours on end, like dying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so it's kind of crazy to me that people even said that to me like a few years ago, like that's wild. But um but yeah it's definitely still a thing in this industry but what i kind of love is because there are so few of us that have been able to keep pursuing it because of all of the body shaming that exists um it kind of makes us stand out like like oh a plus-size artist like who's fully going and is has songs out and videos and is like a full-fledged artist there's not many of us because a lot of us give up because Mm -hmm. of how hard it is so um, it is positive and negatives, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I think also like something, you take ownership, right? Like you kind of like take ownership of that word and you're like, you know, like I I love like one of your videos that you were like, fat isn't a bad word. Like I just like <laughs> love structure all of your content around it. But like, there's almost like a, before you even try to say something to me, I'm already telling you that I'm very, like happy with myself and my body. So like, it's kind of like this like ownership of it already where it's like, they look dumb. You know what I mean? It should be (laughs) pretty anyways. Like, I think it's like, first of all, like everyone listening, wild that this is still a thing and that people still straight up say, you should lose weight. Like that is just completely crazy to me that that is still a thing. Like that that is that. people think that these things go away and you think it's like an old school thing because things like, you know, social media and like culture seems to be so progressive. And then you hear things like this and you're like, oh, we're still in the same place.
1: Oh, we are like. Yeah. Even actually one thing that did happen to me, which could be like a a little story, which I think I posted about on my TikTok, but I even did a show. This is the craziest story. I did a show that was called like the curvy it was a fashion week show and it was like a curvy based fashion show um this was like a year ago and i show up and i'm like oh my god a body positive fashion show and i'm singing at it like this is amazing and i go up and like in my outfit to go sing for sound check and then i step down and the plus size runner of the show in front of the whole room goes to me oh do you have a stronger spanx no, she goes, are you wearing Spanx? And I go, yeah, I am. But it was like, I don't really wear like tight spanks because like I don't feel comfortable. I just, I can't. You're so... a singer. You have to be. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. So I wear like a, like a very like soft spank if I'm going to wear one or I'll wear, like, I'll wear like biker shorts, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I am. And she was like, oh, do you have a, a tighter one? Like a more fitted one? And I was like, no, like this is what I'm wearing. And she was like, oh, she's like, you need to get one of those. like <laughs> I was like, you're like, girl, what? do you know where we're at? <laughs> like... That's what I'm saying, though. Like, even the body positive world, it's... Wow. Yeah. And I think a lot of it stems from people's own insecurities and their own body image issues. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, no one's going to 100% love their body. It's, it's so hard. And like, it's a journey. And every day I wake up and I like say affirmations and I do all these things and i have i have learned to love my body in so many different ways like me even like a year ago it's like each year i i keep getting more and more in tune with who i am and and acceptance and love so you know at that when that happened obviously i was like really hurt and i was like oh my god like and i like i might have like teared up in the back but then i was like you know what i was gonna leave but then I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna go up there and sing my body positive songs in this woman's face who just booked me for her show, her body positive show. That
0: is like the most <laughs> backwards thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: <laughs> and I was like, here I go. I and mean, I'm gonna shake and I'm gonna freaking like do whatever I want because that's insane. Like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy to
0: me. Yeah. And this is why we have to talk about this stuff because <laughs> it's like, people don't know that it's, Still like this that people straight to your face are saying things like this and it's insane like yeah I, and, and and I think like all of these industries have that issue music you know film tv all these industries still deal with this and it's just crazy because I think we don't talk about it enough and everyone kind of goes through their experience and they think like they're embarrassed or like it's it's scary to talk about it if it's like you know someone that's well known or like whatever but it's like Mm -hmm. it's important to talk about it because we need to be like this is not cool like why are we still doing this you know yeah has nothing to do with your talent or like your music anything so okay I want to switch a little bit of gears and I want to know what you wish you could tell your younger self you know on the start of this whole journey if you could like face her and be like Tell her something, a piece of advice. What would you tell her?
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Ooh. Honestly, I think I'd be really honest with her because I think that's really important. And, like, sure, I could be like, life's going to, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I I think I would be straight up really real and be like, hey, girl, like, life's going to be really hard. <laughs> like, Like, you're going to be told so many things, you're going to keep fighting for your dreams, and people are going to knock you down, and you're going to want to give up, like, so many times, and you're going to think you're on the right path, and then all of a sudden everything's going to change, and you're going to be like, what? And that anything, everything's meant to be, and there's a reason it's all happening. So just ride it out. And... I guess at the end i'll be a little more like it's gonna be okay yeah but 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 it's gonna be okay and i also would just like inspire her to from a younger age try to be more accepting of of her body and 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 representing who she was but i don't know i don't think actually no because then i wouldn't be like doing what i'm doing necessarily now but yeah 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 but yeah i think it's just like a lot of bullying so maybe just tell her like don't internalize all this bullying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And I just have to say, like, listening to you describe just your whole story has been really inspiring because I think you really embody that like curiosity, like always finding opportunities to stay curious. And then, I mean, the fact that like, you went back, you took a course to like, help you learn how to keep up in this industry. Then like you have your own like collective of women because you were like, this is missing. I'm going to put this together. I want us to rise together. You know what I mean? Like that's amazing. Like you are like, you're such a, you're finding ways to be a trailblazer and and a leader and in, in, in an industry that is really hard to be a leader when they're telling you and trying to knock you down. So I just have to say that and commend you because it is like so awesome to see from my perspective so i'm so excited that you are here and that we get to share all of this with everyone so thank you oh, thank you <laughs>
1: thank you
0: and the last question i have for you is who's your favorite life curious woman
1: yeah so i i'm going to say my mom and Yay. yeah mom it has been honestly, I would not, I would not be able to do anything I'm doing right now if I did not have my mom. So, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Like she has been such a, a, a reason that I have pushed myself to become more curious and do more, do more things that I would be afraid of. And anytime anybody like bullied me or if I didn't think I could do something, it was always her being like, screw that person. Just go do that. I think you can do it. Like she believes in me probably more than I do myself. So, um, yeah. And I've always just really looked up to her and she's my rock. So yeah. I, I love that. And That's she so- like is my biggest fan. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. My mom's <laughs> the same way. She's like, Literally, I could be like, Mom, I did. I like drew a picture, and she'd be like,
1: Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, Thanks, Mom. Thanks. You're like, Thanks, I- Mom.
0: She <laughs> like, shares it on like Facebook and like Instagram, and you're like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you so much for all of this. It's been so wonderful. I really appreciate you being like so open and honest and vulnerable and just sharing everything about your story. So I really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes.
0: And I'm going to connect all of your socials and everything. So everybody can go ahead and follow you and find you and start listening to your music.
1: Yeah. And come to any live shows too. I do a lot. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Great. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Life Curious Women. If you'd like to stay connected, make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player platform. We are consistently growing the show, and if you'd like to help in that, take a couple minutes to leave us a rating and review. It helps boost the podcast and Show new listeners what you love about the podcast so that they will listen in too. If you think someone could benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them or share it on social media and make sure to tag us at Life Curious Women. And lastly, one of the best ways you can stay connected is by signing up for our newsletter so that you get information on new episodes, updates with Life Curious Women events, and lastly, any updates with the Life Curious Women membership coming soon. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay life-curious.